Hello and welcome to the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. And me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And for more information about what we do, go to www.fit40info.com. So in today's episode, we're going to reveal the best quick meals to lose weight for women over 40. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's podcast. So one of the most common questions that we get asked about how to lose weight over 40 is what are the best quick meals to lose weight when you're over 40? Now, we've worked with so many women in their 40s and in their 50s who felt stuck because they didn't know what were the best quick things that they could eat to get the scales moving and to get to where they wanted to be. And a lot of these ladies already tried all of the normal things. So they tried all the normal kind of diet approaches, so keto, low carb, shake diets, clean eating, meal plans, swimming groups, online programs, maybe plant-based eating or vegan eating. But all of these things felt kind of too difficult and too time consuming and they didn't also didn't give amazing results. And when you're not seeing amazing results, it's very, very hard to stay motivated, which is why a lot of women end up giving up. And this leaves them stuck and unable to get their weight under control, choosing their clothes to cover up problem areas rather than wearing the things that they like and hating shopping for clothes because nothing fits quite right anymore, especially in some of the more kind of trendy shops. And a lot of women end up just worrying that this is just a part of the aging process that they're gonna have to accept. But the reason this happens is simple. So as women get older, women's bodies and hormones start to change, which can make it easier to gain weight, especially around the middle and harder to lose it again with the kind of normal methods of eating and normal methods of exercise. But if you know the right nutrition approach and you know what are the best quick and easy meals that fit in with your life for women over 40, then you can quickly and easily get the scales moving and drop two stone in as little as 12 weeks. And in today's podcast, we're going to reveal the quick meals, the best quick meals to eat for women over 40 so that you can do exactly that. So we're going to break this down into two sections. First of all, we're going to talk about what's actually the right way to eat for women over 40 to get good results, to shift the um, one, two stone every 12 weeks, like Ben was saying. Once we've established that, then we're going to go into kind of how to make this quick um you know, how to eat in a way that doesn't take up too much time, basically, that's, that's quick and that's efficient, but you can still eat the right way. So we first want to talk about the right way, then how to do that in a quick way. So there's three things you need to get right in order to see good results with your nutrition. So the first thing, or three major things, there's a few other little things, but these are the major things. The first thing is getting your calories right. So whatever approach you used in order to lose weight, especially for women over 40, you must get your calories right. And there's kind of a sweet spot that's just right. Kind of like Goldilocks doesn't want the bed that's too hard, that's too soft, that's just right, or the porridge that's too hot, that's too cold, that's just right. You need to eat the right amount of calories for you. And calories are simply a measure of the energy in food. If you take in too much energy from food and drink, you, you have no choice but to maintain or gain weight. If you, so you must eat an amount that's not too much. But if actually, this is the thing people don't realize, if you don't take in enough, so if you really starve yourself, like a lot of diets do as well, for women over 40, this is also a huge problem because it spikes the stress hormone cortisol. And if this is happening too often, so if you're constantly starving yourself or doing too much brutal exercise, which we're not going to talk about today, 
But if your calories are too low, it will also stop you losing weight. So if you're interested in finding out more about that, check out the episode we did on cortisol, episode 117. So you need to eat the right amount of calories for you that's just right for you specifically. So that takes into account your age, your height, your weight, your hormonal situation. So if you're going through uh, perimenopause or your menopausal, your activity level, any health issues you have, it must take into account all of those things. And this is, you know, this is a sweeping statement because really it needs to be right for you specifically and you will be different to everyone else. But for most of our clients, this is arranges between about 300 to 450 calories per meal. That's about right for them. They may actually have a little bit less for some meals and a little bit more. So they might have like 600 calories for dinner and 300 for breakfast. But if we just aim at that sort of ballpark, you're probably not going to be far off. And then you might have 300, 600 calories of snacks throughout the day as well. Again, depending on your weight, your height, your body fat percentage and things like that, which we work out for our clients inside our program. But if you just stick to 300 to 450 calories per meal, you won't go far wrong. So that's the first one. The second thing is you need to eat the right amount of protein for you. So protein is essential for a healthy diet. Uh, and actually, especially as you get older and for women and men, a lot of people think protein is something that men or you know, bodybuilders need, but no one else needs. The reality is actually protein will really help you to lose weight and lose fat and stay fit and healthy for much, much longer, more easily. There's a few reasons for this. So studies, first of all, they've studied people who eat sort of a normal amount of protein, which is relatively low versus those who ate sort of double that amount, which is actually not that extreme amount, sort of a moderate amount. And those who eat double the amount of protein, so a moderate amount lost twice as much body fat. So it's going to help you to burn fat. Part of the reason for this is because protein digests very slowly, which means it'll keep you energized and full for hours. So it's, it's kind of like, um, putting a big log on a fire it burns for hours and hours whereas if you just put like petrol on a fire it'll burn really quickly and then you need to put more on because it quickly burns and it's gone protein is like putting a log on there so it digests slowly and then the other reason is um, protein actually takes calories to to actually digest it burns it uses a lot of calories to digest so when you eat what a lot of people don't realize is you actually burn calories digesting food as well and protein is is kind of one of the things that burns the most calories. So 25% to 30% of the calories in that protein are used to burn it. Meaning if you have hundred calories of protein that you eat, you only actually take in about 70 to 75 calories in your body. So it also means you can kind of eat more and feel fuller without actually accumulating so many calories. So when we talk about protein, this could be meat, this could be fish, it could be eggs, it could be tofu, it could be corn, low fat cheese, to an extent, beans and pulses as well. So there's lots of different sources. The most simple ones are the animal sources, but if you're vegetarian or vegan, then you'll need to be a little bit more creative with those sources. But what you want to do is try and get a protein source with every meal. And again, for most of the clients in our program, it's around 25 to 35 grams per meal. And then the last thing very quickly is that you need to get right is eating the right amount of fiber. So like protein, fiber digests very slowly, which will keep you energized and fuller for much longer. It also helps keep you regular so you don't get bunged up, which will help with weight loss. Uh, it usually helps with good gut health as well, which is important for, for everything, really. So give you more energy, help you um, to, to feel better, especially if you're going through things like menopause. And fiber is going to come from colorful vegetables. Avocado is another good source of fiber. Beans, pulses, nuts, seeds and whole grains. The most simple one is just saying get veg with with, with most meals so again just like protein you want to get that with every meal you want to get fiber with every meal as well 
So those are the fundamentals, calories, protein, fiber, you need to get those right. But how do you actually translate that into quick and healthy meals that are right for women over 40? So this will be unique to you, the strategy you, you use. And we're going to talk to about a couple of different strategies today using a tool that's kind of stolen from project management called the Iron Triangle. So Ben, I'll let you explain what this is and how people can use this to figure out kind of the right strategy for them. The Iron Triangle is basically, you've probably seen it, but it's a triangle where there are three different things on it. So it's either good, fast or cheap. And the idea of it is that you can only ever have two things. So you can have something that's good or in, in the context of food, you could have something that's healthy and fast. You could have something that's healthy and cheap, uh, but it's not necessarily fast. Or you could have something that's fast and cheap, but it's not necessarily healthy. Now, a problem that a lot of people run into is they want to get all three or they feel like they should be able to get all three, get food that's healthy, that's also fast and it's also cheap. But the problem is, problem with this is it's very, very difficult to do that. There may be a few kind of select things that can fit into all the calories, but usually they're going to be a bit of a bit of an outlier. So, for example, something healthy, fast and cheap, healthy, fast and cheap, you might find a really healthy option that's really easy to make, for example, a really healthy ready meal or something. And also it happens to be on offer. So there's got to be some sort of, um, you know, special circumstances to make all those three ha happen. And most of the time, you're only going to get two, or you're only going to be able to pick which two of those things you want. And the key thing is to pick the two things that are right for you. So I'm going to go through a few of the different options now. Um, a few of those different combinations of healthy, fast and cheap and just kind of go into a bit more detail on those. So the first one, the first type of food you could go for is food that's fast and cheap. So if you think of food that's fast and cheap, the best examples of that are going to be takeaways, fast food, snacks and comfort food, um, really high calorie ready meals or kind of unfilling meals that are just anything that's just sort of instant and easy to make. So I mean, in terms of going out and like grabbing something that's really fast and really cheap, the best two options for this are probably number one, I'd say McDonald's drive through. It's insane how fast you go through a drive through, you pay at the one window, and within 30 seconds, they've produced you an entire hot meal of food, which is, and it's not even, not for, for quite a cheap price as well. So very fast, very, very cheap, but obviously not very healthy. And as well, like if you order a takeaway as well, I could very quickly pick up my phone now, order a takeaway half an hour I'm going to have a meal delivered to my house very easy very fast not necessarily that expensive but again not going to be very healthy now the result of this if I decided I was going to have McDonald's every day for lunch I'm going to have takeaway every day for dinner I'm probably going to end up eating too many calories because those fast and cheap foods you know they're they're usually containing something deep fried like chips or they've got very sugary sauces very fatty sauces they're, they're absolutely packed with calories, which is why, you know, if you eat takeaways every single day for a month, chances are you're going to gain weight. You're going to gain quite a lot of weight. Um, the other problem that you can run into is you can end up eating too much processed food. So all of that food, you know, if you take a McDonald's meal, I mean, how many like vegetables are really in that meal? How many, how many like vegetables and healthy things are in that meal? Not any really. There's, there's nothing you might have those little gherkins on the burger that's probably the best thing it's going to be it's just a little slice of gherkin but overall it's all kind of highly processed stuff you've got bread you've got that processed burger meat you've got cheese in there which is probably not real cheese it's that sort of burger cheese everything in there is processed and if you eat too much processed food 
ultimately that's going to shorten your healthy lifespan. So, you know, you're, you are probably going to die early. You're going to be more at risk of things like cancer, heart disease, you know, all of, all of the advice you get around eating fast food applies. If you have too much fast food, it's going to affect your health. Not only that though, you'll probably also know that if you go out and you decide, um, if you have a big takeaway one evening, I always find when I wake up the next day, I feel a little bit sluggish. I feel a bit bloated. I don't, I don't feel right. My energy levels are not as high as they possibly could be. If I eat healthy foods, my energy levels are great. If I eat loads and loads of processed foods, my energy levels um, fall down. And the problem with that is if your energy levels are constantly struggling, then you're going to find everything more difficult. You're going to find it more difficult to get your work done. You're going to find it more difficult to get everything done in your family life. You're going to find it more difficult to make good decisions when it comes to what you need to eat and make good decisions when it comes to what you need to do with exercise. So just by eating so much processed food, you're going to be much, much less likely to achieve your goals in fitness and much more likely to see your weight creeping up year after year. Um, the other problem that you can get for with fast and cheap food is these kind of processed calorie dense foods don't tend to make you feel really full. So if you eat loads of vegetables and protein, all the things that, that Rob mentioned before, the high fiber, high protein foods, you're gonna feel full for a long period of time. But these, these fast foods don't contain much fiber, um, don't contain a huge amount of protein either. And the result of that is you take in loads of calories, but you don't necessarily feel really full and then you're likely to get hungry later in the day and eat even more calories in snacks. So it just accelerates that weight gain process. So the fast and cheap option is really ideal for people who don't want to lose weight at all or who don't mind gaining weight. So if you have no problem with gaining weight and seeing your weight creep up month after month, fast and cheap, fast food every day is the option for you. However, that's probably not the case. You probably wouldn't be happy with the outcome of gaining a couple of stone every year. So the next option then is healthy and cheap, which I'll let you explain in more detail, Rob. Just to add one thing actually to fast and cheap before we move on, because I think this is obviously the one that we can default to most easily, even though we know it's not necessarily a good choice. I was having a conversation with Bev, who's um, a menopause expert we work with, who works with clients inside our group to give menopause specific advice. Uh, advice on HRT on menopause and handling that and the big thing we were talking about with food choices was how you actually can get away with this kind of thing a lot more when you're younger when you're not experiencing any menopausal side effects which can happen 10, 10 plus years before clinical menopause which is a year where that period you can already be experiencing estrogen levels dropping so typically for women in their 40s this is already happening um, and changes to the way your body works the body really does not deal well with processed food, with alcohol, with too much sugar, too much wheat, too much, too much of this, this kind of stuff Ben was just talking about. You can get away with it when you're in your 20s, maybe early 30s. You can actually eat some of this and, and do some gym classes and stuff like that, and you can lose weight. But what Bev was saying, and she's saying this as a menopausal woman with lots of experience, um, who's also been a member of our program is you just can't get away with that stuff. It'll make all of your side effects way worse. You'll have more flushes, more, more mood swings, more anxiety, more uh, brain fog, uh, low, much lower energy levels. Like all of those things will be 10 times worse for a woman over 40, especially as you're, you're experiencing more and more menopause symptoms. They'll be made 10 times worse by the fast and cheap choices. 
So it might be something you used to be able to get away with and you might be clinging on to that, but it's it's probably something you can't get away with now if you're a woman over 40 listening to this. Like they're going to make everything 10 times worse. They're going to make your energy levels rock bottom. They're going to make it much more likely you're going to gain weight as well. So luckily, as Ben said, there's two other options um, that can get better results. So the next one is healthy and cheap. So this is an option that is not fast, but you are going to be healthy and it's going to be cheap. So this one is kind of best for people with less disposable income or those people who are trying to save money towards something. But it does require more time and potentially more cooking skills as well. So this is this is best for people with more disposable income or people who who like cooking or who are willing to learn with cooking. And we work with people who, who are in that situation. And we also work with people who are not and they were not prepared to become you know, really into cooking. And that's fine. We have another option pardon me, for you. So some examples of healthy and cheap options then. One is uh, Ben's favourite, which is always making leftovers. So if you cook a meal, so Ben was talking earlier about his favourite uh, quick meal choice was at the moment is like a roast chicken. So making a roast the night before, you kind of just set it and forget it. You put the oven on, put the roast in, because the roast chicken, put the veg around it and it sort of cooks itself. It's actually pretty quick. doesn't take too much effort, just a bit of prep. If you cook enough of that, you can then like slice up the chicken and have it next next day for lunch and put some of the veg in a Tupperware and take it to work or have it, you know, at your desk or at home. But always cook extra portions of whatever meal you make. And then that means you always get two meals for one, which saves a lot of time. Um, so that this can actually make it a bit faster, but really it's just a cheaper option because you're cooking from scratch. You're not having to buy loads of prepackaged stuff. A roast chicken, as we were saying, Ben's got like four to six pounds for like a cheaper one, probably. Hope I've got that right. Um, and then that'll probably make, you know, multiple meals. Even if you've got a family, you can probably make that last a couple of meals. The other option that's sort of healthy and cheap is to do some variation of meal prep. So setting aside time like one day per week to cook a large batch of meals, and then you can reheat those. So you could set aside one or two evenings where you cook an extra big portion of dinner or you cook lots of extra meals. I have members who do that. And it means they then just have it in the freezer or in the fridge and you can just microwave it the next day. And again, this makes it a little bit faster, but you do have to invest some time into that initial meal prep. So it's that's still a quicker way. We always try and come up with the quickest possible ways for our members because we know they're short on time, but it's still going to take you more time than the last choice will give you. But what these, these things basically rely on is cooking from scratch, cooking from individual ingredients, which is great for your health. It's going to keep the calories down as well if you can cook good, healthy meals. We provide all our members with a, um, a cookbook with tons of quick and easy options to cook relatively quick, but they're all healthy and they're not that expensive. So that's the second option. So something that's healthy and cheap is probably not going to be as fast. So you're not going to be cooking stuff that takes like five minutes or 10 minutes. There's going to be a little bit of cleanup. The minimum time is probably 20 minutes, 30 minutes, if you're not so experienced as a cook to make a meal and cook it and tidy it up again. So Ben, what's the last option then? So the last option then, so we've had fast and cheap, healthy and cheap, and the final option is healthy and fast. So this one is not quite as cheap, So it's, but it's really, really good for people who don't like cooking. And to do this, you kind of need more of a sort of investment mindset with food and with your body. So good examples of this would be, firstly, kind of healthy ready meals. So you can get them from like M&S, Waitrose, Sainsbury's, uh, Sainsbury's My Goodness meals or Morrison's Nourish. Um, you can pick up sort of healthier 
ready meals and usually they have the amount of calories and everything on them and you'll see you know those little food um labels the green and the orange and the red traffic light system a lot of those healthy meals are just like green in every single box so they're kind of low in sugar low in fat um they can be quite good but you know if you have those for every single meal they might be slightly more expensive than if you made all those meals from scratch the second one you could do would be to combine a quick pre-made option so for example a grain sachet or a salad so you can buy a pre-made salad or a pre-made grain sachet with a pre-cooked protein sauce so you can buy you can get that sort of hot smoked salmon or you can get pre-cooked chicken um, you can get pre-cooked tofu bites and then for something like the veg you could just use frozen veg or pre-mix salads. You can get frozen veg, microwave that up. And in by microwaving all of those three things, reheating them, you get a pretty healthy and probably quite tasty meal in you know five minutes or less. So if you're really, really pushed for time, this can really help. And then the best option for this, probably the quickest and the, the easiest option for healthy and fast is to use like a meal prep delivery service. So the services like Prep Kitchen which you'll literally tell them, you'll tell them, here's the meals I want to get. They prepare all those meals for you. They send them to your house and you've literally got those meals there. You literally reheat those and you're good to go. So this healthy and fast option, which is to just grab things that are super quick, but are also quite healthy, which tend to be a bit pricier, is good for those who are short on time, but they do have some disposable income. And like overall out of these three options, if you want to see good results of your fitness, fast and cheap is probably just, I'd probably just stay away from that one. I'd definitely say though, our clients do have, they tend to have the occasional takeaway, the occasional meal out. So sometimes you can dip into fast and cheap just for a treat. But then most of the time, you've got to choose between really healthy and cheap and healthy and fast. And again, you don't need to go all in on like, I'm always going to do healthy and cheap. I'm always going to do healthy and fast. It might be that sometimes, you know, you, maybe you keep a few kind of healthy ready meals um, in the fridge at all times so that if you do need to have something really quick, you've always got something. And then when you've got a bit more time, you then spend the time and you cook and you prepare things from scratch. But I think it's really between those two, it's just about deciding whether you have more time available or whether you have more money available. So which one is kind of in shorter supply? If you're really short on time, but income wise, you know, you've, you've got extra money to spend, then go for the healthy and fast option. If you're, if you've got loads and loads of free time available, and it might not, you might not even do this as a cost-saving measure. It just might be that you've got loads of time available. You don't mind cooking, or you even enjoy cooking. You like having home-cooked food. Then the healthy and cheap option is probably good for you. But also, if you're, if you are trying to save money, healthy and cheap is the way to go. So yeah, so the best quick meal options for you. Again, just depends on the priorities and what's right for you. And this is going to vary a lot from person to person. And with our clients and our program, we'll kind of help everybody that we work with just figure out what works best for them, what balance of everything works best for them. And this is something that we help with every member with inside of our Fit Over 40 program on an individual basis, just like we did with our client, Claire. So I'll let Rob explain a bit about what happened with Claire. Yeah, so... I'll just start reading what Claire said, really. I think it explains it better than I will. So Claire said, before I started, I weighed 14.1 stone. I lacked zero confidence. Um, sorry, lack confidence and self-esteem was at zero. I couldn't cook from scratch. So that's a hint to what strategy she might have gone with. Uh, I didn't drink water, so I really didn't enjoy it. And it felt like a chore to drink. I felt rubbish, frustrated, and didn't know how to lose weight or alter my eating habits. 
I tried Weight Watchers, I tried Slimming Well, I tried Lipo Trim, I tried Slim Fast, but I couldn't stick to any of them. I felt like I couldn't sustain a diet and lead a normal life. When I found Trinity, I was very skeptical due to the social media campaigns and the emails I was received, possibly reluctant to sign up as other programs that I tried had not been sustainable. They resulted in me putting more weight on in the long run. I was skeptical as I was aware of other 12-week programs being advertised that offer similar results from a similar style of program. I'd spoken to three other fitness professionals prior to signing up with Trinity, to which I never signed up with. My gut instinct was it didn't feel right for me. Trinity was the fourth program I researched, and after speaking to Yaz on the phone, my gut instinct was to give it a try, and I'm so glad I did. Since joining, my understanding of healthy nutritional habits and the importance of a healthy diet have been totally transformed. In 12 weeks, I've lost 22 pounds and 12 and a half inches, and my stomach is much flatter. I've been consistently working out for the past 12 weeks, and to my surprise, I'm actually enjoying it and the feeling I get from working out. I feel better educated about nutrition and have a genuine interest in learning and implementing healthy nutritional habits for the first time ever. I consistently track what I eat and look at food, nutritional values, and macros, which I've never done or understood before. I feel happier in myself, my energy levels are better, and I can't wait to see what I can achieve in the next 12 weeks. So as you can see with Claire, Claire not only lost about one and a half stone, but she really embraced learning more about her nutrition and getting into cooking more as well. So she kind of went with that healthier, cheaper approach where she actually did more cooking. Um, but as Ben said, it was never, there's never all one or the other. It's picking the right strategy. So it was a combination of that and also a combination of picking faster options when that fitted in and understanding when that's okay. So like she said, she understood how to read the nutritional values and the macros so she could pick things like a healthy ready meal know that's still going to work for her and not take long at all and then combine that with some meals she cooked as well and she saw brilliant results from it so ben where can people go if they want to find out more about the program uh, claire followed so to find out more about the program that claire followed just go to www.fit40info.com and you can get all of the details on that page Perfect. So go and check it out. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast. And we'll catch you next week for another episode. We'll see you then. So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.